Take a Crit is naughty, nasty, and not for kids. A full list of content warnings can be found in the episode description. It's time to take a crit. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take a Crit, a real play D&D podcast. Austin! Currently rated five stars on iTunes. Austin, not again. <laughs> Not again, Austin. I need this. Little round of applause for for both of our five-star ratings. Austin, don't take this from me. I need it. I'm Austin Petrie, a large boy, and I play a small frog, Scotch Hop. <laughs> <laughs> we start each of these episodes out with a question from our dungeon master, and with that, I'm going to pass the mic on to Leo Sweet and Delicious Martin. I need this, though. Oh, Joey, shish. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Mike Austin. Do you want another take? We're good. Hey, everybody. I'm Leo, your dungeon master and question asker. And today's question is, what is your favorite TV show? She's got lots of charm and a new pair of arms. It's Gotcha Portobello. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Jane Hartzog, and I play Gotcha Portobello. And her favorite TV show would have to be The Circle. It's the only one she really watches outside of the news. It's a reality TV show where a lot of druids gather together. (laughs) Before they arrive, they're told that everyone there is going to be of one circle. And they have to suss out who is not of that circle. Oh, okay. (laughs) Real talk, though, I love the circle. No, yeah, it's fucking golden. (laughs) So good. Gotcha's got good taste. Garrett's got no taste because he's never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) He's usually small, but currently tall. It's Garrett Sunderwood. Yeah, everybody, it's Joey. I play Garrett Sunderwood, gnome druid. He likes... In particular, he thinks this show is really compelling. He likes Breaking Lawful Evil. <laughs> it's the story of a lowly high school alchemy teacher who turns to creating illegal poisons to support his family after he finds out he's contracted an incurable curse. He thought it was really compelling. He, he liked uh, you know the character-driven narrative, thought it was a 
It's a good way to go. And that pilot, what a hook. Yeah. What a hook. Yeah, that pilot was my favorite character in the show. (laughs) (laughs) He flew that plane so good. Oh, they don't fly planes good in that show. They don't. No, it's because they have hook hands. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This backwater frog is sly as a dog. It's Scotch Hops. Hey, everybody. I'm Austin Petrie. I play Scotch Hops. Okay, so Scotch Hops' favorite TV show is probably Frog Trek. <laughs> it's a cool little TV show about a bunch of grung that just kind of tromp around through the mud. It's not very exciting, but in the Springtail Forest, they only have local channels. So that's the best he's got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spring me up, Scotchy. <laughs> He worships the waste and his uncle's disgraced. It's Will Willie Willis. He's disgraced? Yeah. He's pretty disgraceful. I'm all right with that. His waters are tainted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the way Willie likes his waters. Yeah, we all know plenty about that. We know how Willie steeps his tea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Willie has ever watched or seen TV. So I guess it's like the equivalent of nature documentaries. It's like watching nature documentaries without David Attenborough. And you're just like watching the rat fuck the chain and the raccoon make off with your hot dogs from the water. (laughs) But if he did want the David Attenborough commentary, he just like snatched a frog up real quick. Oh, did he? (laughs) That's fucked up. No, I mean, he doesn't hurt it. There's just a reason he knew to smack Scotch on the ass and then lick his hand afterwards. He saw you and he was like, oh shit, if I like have trouble sleeping or finding plastic, I just got to lick this guy. And then David Attenborough turns on and you get kind of sleepy in like 20 minutes. (laughs) Beans, beans are good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. The more you fart, the more you shit. (laughs) So it's time to take a crit. (laughs) Last time on Take a Crit, our heroes entered the keep where they encountered the Butterfly Knight, whom they suspect, maybe, maybe, might be Willie's biological father. Nat 20! (laughs) The Butterfly Knight gave our heroes a proposition. He offered to spare their lives if they stay on the island and live out their lives there. He warned them not to enter the city of Prateris on the other side of the keep. If they did, he warned that he would have to kill them. Our heroes progressed through the keep, completing Parmesan's physical trial. At the end of the keep, they found strange machines that allowed them to restore their bodies. However, things did not go exactly as intended. I got a snake on my face! Just to recap, Gotcha has Scotch's arms. Willie has a snake on his face, Nam Foodle the Danger Noodle, as well as Scotch's legs. <laughs> Garrett has Willie's legs, and Scotch has Garrett's legs and Gotcha's arms. <laughs> I'm gonna look at my dick. Pull my pants kind of outward and look at my dick. Check that. It's your dick. All good. Okay. <laughs> and I kind of look around like a little surprised. No one else is like. I open up my pants and I see uh, the smooth cloacal region of Scotch's dick, and I'm like, "Well, what the fuck is this?" No, you've got Willie's legs. I know, but I'm talking about the dick. Because if Willie's got his own dick, (laughs) then stands to reason that we might have swapped other stuff. Austin, do you 
Do you want Garrett's date? Because I'm not going to let Joey give that to you unless you want it. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll consent to taking Garrett's dick. Oh <laughs> yes, this is great. All right, it's fine. This is leading nowhere but good. Okay, Leo, I have some questions about the snake. I have a more important question, just real quick. Yes. Um, so I got Garrett's dick. I do. Did I get his pants too? Because I wasn't wearing any clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> nope. No equipment you, change. Cool. You don't have his pants. Well, I instantly said I looked around basically checking other people like thinking it was weird that they, you know. <laughs> well, you certainly spot something. Yep. <laughs> You're checking around. Scotch is looking all fucked up and weird. Scotch is tall. I'm actually probably sh- Shorter because I've got yeah, yeah. Garrett's little legs. Garrett's tiny little legs. I've got Gotcha's arm, so my arms are probably dragging the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Dick out, knuckles dragging. <laughs> yeah. Looking like a goddamn caveman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh so this is uh this is something else. Um and uh Bruce, how are you doing? You look over and see Bruce with Jim Bob on his backside, like a reverse centaur with two ends, kind of a cat dog situation. <laughs> oh no. But they're both still animals. Bruce is still a horse and Jim Bob is still a koala. Bruce says, I'm doing just fine. Then Jim Bob says, uh, well, I'm not. Yeah, this is terrible. I'm on Bruce's ass. Gotcha's going to go over and uh, try and like. Pull him off. Oh, ah, no, 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 no. Oh, that fucking hurts. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought I could help. He's got to do a constitution check now. Oh. All right. As you're trying to pull him off, he throws up on you. Oh, God. <laughs> He's got some regular body horror situation going on. That's not going to do it. Ah. Okay. Fuck. Sorry. I'm, I'm not a doctor. I have a doctorate in journalism, but I'm not a doctor. Oh, well, that's a lot of fucking good that's doing me. Ah, God. (laughs) I got a fucking horse butthole where my dick should be. Somebody help me. (laughs) No. Uh, Yeah, this uh, this is a problem. So, bud, where are your legs at? I don't know. Let me try to move them. And you see Bruce's back legs just start wiggling around, and Bruce says, Ooh, that feels funny. Oh, God. I wonder why you want your regular selves yet. Because probably we jammed two of them in one thing. Yeah, it seems like that probably wasn't a good idea. Parmesan chimes in. <laughs> yeah, oh, it looks like you put some, some people in the same machine, huh? Yeah, that makes it the whole thing act a little funny. <laughs> yeah, you got a snake on your face uh, like that, like this, like this whole thing. <laughs> I'm a big fan of this. <laughs> you know, man, I'm really warming up to the snake. Yeah, you better. <laughs> gotcha walks up to him and puts out her hand to shake his and just says, well done, you weird motherfucker. <laughs> As he did with Scotch earlier, he puts a handkerchief on your hand and shakes it and says, hey, game, recognize game. Y'all are doing pretty good, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, so uh, no offense to this lovely uh, lower half I've got going on, but uh, how do you reckon we uh, put ourselves back together properly? Well, I know you heard this before, but uh, there is something in the city, specifically in the palace, that, uh, yeah, I guess you could probably use it to sort all yourselves out. 
I mean, we're not supposed to go there, I don't think, but... Yeah, but we were going to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Doors open. It's your choice. <laughs> You've been warned. Well, I got to get back to cursing dumb adventurers and... Fuck you, Parmesan. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, too. <laughs> you little piece of shit. Countless arms start appearing from behind him, <laughs> going off the sides of him, and he's just got <laughs> ten hands waving goodbye, and he slowly walks backwards out of the room going, Goodbye! I hate you. Goodbye. I really don't like you. Goodbye! You suck! Have a good time! Thanks for the snake nose. Have a good trip. You're weird. I hope you're having a good time. But your magic is neat. Thanks for playing the trial. Had a real good time with you dummies. Bye! I do the traditional Loxodon farewell with a double flip off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gives like ten back. I notice Garrett... And I shake my head in approval and give him the double birds. I'm going to go ahead and um, try to make a 15-foot jump to the door, (laughs) but I bend my little Garrett legs and just kind of topple over forwards. (laughs) (laughs) With your giant arms? Yeah. All right, so as Scotch falls down, uh, Garrett, you feel your knees hurt. And Gotcha, you feel your elbows hurt. Oh, no. And Scotch, you feel your your belly and your face and everything hurt. Okay. Well, shit. I'm going to walk up behind you, pick you up by your body with my with your arms and just walk you over to the door. Cool. I kind of look down at my little legs and then my big fat ass and then <laughs> I look down at the the confusing little bird's nest with a plump pink acorn scented in the center and I'm just like, I don't know what it is about these, but they're slowing me down. Yeah, you get used to it. Um, it helps if you can turn into animals. Uh, let me try something. Oh, shit. And I want to wild shape into an elk and see if that has any effect on his lower half. Okay, so you wild shape into an elk, and Scotch's legs turn into elk legs, (laughs) and he's definitely got an elk dick. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm like, whoa, 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 as my little elk feet just tap back and forth as I'm struggling to balance on only two. (laughs) And I assume that my big elephant legs remain the same. Yeah. (laughs) Bruce looks over and says, is that what a satyr is? <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Not usually that hung. <laughs> Jim Bob says, Well, I guess we're just a regular old fucking mystical party here with our fucked up centaur and our fucked up satyr and this fucking elk with elephant legs. Ugh, okay. You guys want to go in the city or what? I know that fucking butterfly knight dude said he'd kill us, but uh, I think I'm uh, willing to risk it. Given uh, my current situation. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm ready. It's fucking trespass. All right. Hey, Nymph, are you okay? Because you haven't said anything in a while. Namfoodle says, mm, Yeah, um, I'm doing fine. Um, It's uh, just uh, an uncomfortable situation that I'd rather not address. So I've been uh, keeping it. Cool. Go for it, Dan Foodle. No secrets around here. So, um... Are you pooping in his brain? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? In my brain? I'm not sure where it's going, but it's going. I'll tell you that much. Okay. I'm sorry I asked. Garrett unelks himself and turns back normal because he wants to be able to talk with the group. Scotch Ops opens the door. Scotch pushes the door open, and as it swings open, you see a beautiful city. There are many large buildings. There seem to be residential areas and then larger buildings towards the center of the city. And directly at the center, there is a grand palace. 
plated in gold. No dump, huh? You do not see a dump. Pretty lame. <laughs> right, everyone? Yeah, it's pretty lame. As you're looking across the city, you look over to the left and you see the butterfly knight. Ah. Uh, fuck. Standing beside the gate. Dad, you're embarrassing me in front of all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> he has his hands on his hips. And as he sees you, he says, mm, I told you not to come out here. I got a cool snake. I see you got a snake on your face, but that doesn't really change anything, okay? <laughs> I told you that if you came out here, I was going to kill you. But we had to come out here. Now listen, I know everyone makes mistakes. You know, you're young for a Loxodon, and I mean, you're all young for whatever you are. Um, and, you know, I know you make mistakes, so I'll tell you what, I'm gonna give you one more chance, okay? You can stay in the city, but just don't go in the palace, okay? <laughs> we'll be cool if you just don't go in the palace, all right? Yeah, Gotcha is, is walking past him at this point, and it's like, I gotcha. All right, thanks, Dad. You know you're like half my dad right now. You know, I've given you a lot of leeway so far, and you've been pretty ungrateful, so... Uh-huh. Just say it. Mr. Willis... You have my word that we won't go in the palace. In fact, you could you could leave. You could just leave us here. In fact, why don't you do that? Why don't you just leave and we'll not go in the palace? I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there and just tell you that if you go in the palace, I'm going to kill you. And that's that. So be good. Be safe. I mean, stay out of trouble. I mean, just fuck off. Yeah, that's it. Fuck off. Wow. Dad's uh, being pretty mean to us. Yeah. The butterfly knight throws his hands down, does little jazz hands for a second, <laughs> and then a puff of smoke, he disappears. So I'm pretty tired of being a little long-armed, short-leg, hobgoblin-y looking creature. Uh, <laughs> do you all want to make our way towards that big, shiny building in the middle of the city? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where we need to go. Yeah, I dig these legs but they're getting real tired, so... Let's just head that way. Garrett, on the way over, is gonna do some skipping just to, like, you know, really feel out this long stride he's got going on right now. I'm scowling at Garrett right now. <laughs> As you walk throughout the city, you see that there are countless, very finely made buildings, and they all seem to have been abandoned for a long time. Everything's covered in dust. All of the doors and windows are boarded up, and you don't see a single person walking throughout the city. Everybody give me a perception check. 13. 15. 19. 22. So as you're looking around, Gotcha notices that some of the boards on some of the buildings have been pulled off, and some of the dust around them is disturbed, like there's some kind of recent activity. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go investigate all that uh, disturbed shit. Yeah, let's go in. Let's go look at the unsettled dust. Yeah. You see that one of the buildings has most of the boards pulled off of the doorway. You peer inside the doorway, and it looks like a normal residence. There's chairs and a table, but everything seems to have been looted through. All of the containers are open. There's not a scrap of food in the place. Doesn't look like there's anything here. We don't see any, like, elephant tracks in the dust or anything like that? No. You see some footprints, but they just look like regular boots. Okay. Would these uh, boot prints match a small or medium humanoid? They're about medium humanoid size. Okay. Let's get to that palace. Yeah. As you progress further into the city, you start to notice little flyers everywhere. They're stuck to all the buildings and littering the street. As you're walking down the street, a gust of wind picks one up and it flies right into Garrett's face. Ah, ah wow, I uh, didn't think stuff could get me way up here. All right, <laughs> what's this? You look at the flyer and it says, 
opportunity awaits in the land of Pathertica. Below there is an illustration showing a glorious city. Folks from all over have come together to form a new city, a better city, where everyone's voice can be heard. Do you want to be a part of this glorious new city? Then come, bring everyone you know to the land of Pathertica, and we will begin something great. Y'all, this sounds sus as fuck. Sounds like a scam. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they've got a couple things going for them, you know, pretty good uh, television programs. Um, they've got, uh, you know, Kevin lives there. You know, that's that's something. That's true. Kevin's cool. Kevin's pretty cool. <laughs> Kevin is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is the worst. <laughs> He's pretty fucking awful. He let us crash in the basement that one time. That was nice of him. Wait, shh, shh, shh. Did you guys hear that? What's that? I don't know. It must have been nothing. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now I'm spooked. Fuck. As you progress further into the city and start to get near the palace, you begin to see these high-rise roads, like suspended highways leading to and from the palace. And at the top of one of these suspended roads that is sloping down, you see a figure pushing a small cart, the kind that would be drawn by a single horse. He pushes it over to the edge of the decline and hops in the cart. (laughs) You see him kind of wobble it back and forth until it slowly inches over the edge of the slope and he begins barreling down the suspended road get you some just gonna send it (laughs) send it brother as you see him barreling down the road you look down where it meets the ground and you see that there is an enormous stack of barrels oh fuck the figure in the cart continues down the road gaining speed as he does and after a moment, crashes into the large pile of barrels. Did he get all of the pins? Uh, Was it a strike? It was a total strike. All of those barrels are destroyed. Y'all, when did we get into a late thousands flash game? (laughs) I want to run over to it. Holy shit. You all right? As you run over to the pile of barrels, you see another person wearing a lion skin cape and wearing plate armor runs up to the pile of barrels and yells, Oh, shit, Barry, you okay? (laughs) As he yells that, another person bursts out from within the pile of broken barrels. He's also wearing plate armor and a bearskin cape. And he says, oh, yeah, that was the good stuff. Oh, yeah. You guys see that? (laughs) It's fucking rad, man. Fucking good job, bud. Bruce, turn around so Jim Bob can see. (laughs) Bruce turns around and Jim Bob says, ah, man, what did I miss? Oh, jeez. It was pretty cool. All right, so we've got the lion and the bear that were friends with Pengus. When these two see the weird combination of Bruce and Jim Bob, they both say in tandem, Whoa. This not weird to you guys pointing at my face? Oh, no, I've seen snake on people's face before, but this dude's dick is a horse butt. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I'm Leon. This is my boy, Barry. It's nice to meet you. I'm Gotcha. I put my hand out. Barry just gives you the, you know, the pinky and the thumb, and he goes, <laughs> All right, hang, hang loose sign. Righteous. <laughs> so, uh, fellas, you just been uh, partying here for uh, for a couple of years or something? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, pretty much. Like, yeah. Um, they both kind of look at the ground and start shuffling their feet. Um, yeah. We, we kind of just been hanging out and doing junk like this, rad stunts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, if you guys talk to Pingus by any chance. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he misses you dearly. You know, he uh, really said a lot about your bravery uh, and uh, your strength. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pingus was kind of lame, though, right? Right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. I was going to say it, but, like, dude, such a buzzkill. Yeah, no, I get it. I kind of thought he was, he was sort of responsible. Like, we know we were supposed to go get Pingus once we like all through the keep and stuff but like we know that like if we got him here he's gonna make us go to the palace like try to get home and junk and like honestly we're like having a good time like ain't that right Barry oh yeah that's right bro oh good times I mean there ain't nothing to eat but oranges over in the groves on the other side of the city so like we got mad loose dukes but, <laughs> I mean, aside from that it's like no work all play makes me a fun boy <laughs> Y'all do you, I guess. So, wait, you mentioned the palace. Do y'all mind helping us get to there? So, like, here's the thing. That dude who kind of reminds me of this elephant guy right here for some reason. (laughs) Yep. I wonder why. Told us that we shouldn't go in the palace and, like, that if we didn't go in the palace that we can just, like, hang out in the city and, like, do what we want. So, like, we kind of want to just do that. And he also said that if we let anyone else in the palace, it's going to be like big trouble. Okay. So. Okay. I don't know if we really let y'all do that for real, for real. No, for real, for real, for real, for real. I feel that. I feel that, friend. Boys, 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 boys. It's okay. I'm his son, so, you know. Oh, you're at, you're at D's son? Yeah. Yeah. That's his dad. Give me a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, I, I'd like to give him assistance because I'm going to try to feel out these guys' um, party boy vibes. Be like, you know, uh, sometimes when like uh, your dad owns a yacht club uh, and you cause some trouble out in the bay and then the guys try to come and arrest you and you're like, no, it's cool, you know. My dad owns the yacht club. It's all right that I'm uh-huh. drunk and I lit this boat on fire. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So a yacht's a boat. That's what you're saying. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm just trying to like talk your lingo. You, you look like a couple of yacht boys. Yeah, right. And again, that's a boat, right? I'm going to lean over to Garrett. You sound like a narc. <laughs> you know, it's just like sometimes they just let you get get away with it because, you know, your dad's a big, big fella. Uh-huh. Yeah, give it to me with regular. No no advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I thought these guys might be some rich frat boys. No, they're uh, Jacksonville party boys. Oops. Oh, I just took a crit. Gotta go change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right, that 20. So their eyes widen and their jaws drop a little bit and they're like, oh, that dude's your dad? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, if he's your dad, like, I figure we could probably get away with most shit, right? <laughs> probably. Here's the thing, though. Before we let you guys go in the palace, you think you could, like, help us with something? Sure. Because, like, there's just one nut in this city that we ain't been able to bust. You know what I'm saying? Do I do? There's this magic item shop, right? It's on the other side of the city. And we haven't been able to get in there. Like, most places, it's just, like, boarded up. And we can, like, pop. Drop right in there, no problem. Break it down now. But this place is a little more tight, you know what I mean? Ra-cha-cha. Um, <laughs> uh, cha So, like, you guys think you could help us bust open into that pineapple, get that sweet meat? I mean, this boy's got the big legs. Yeah, he does. I could do some thick kicks. They both get on either side of Garrett and just start jostling him with their elbows. Like, yeah, he does. Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty tough. I'm going to start jostling him with my elbows, too. He weebles and he wobbles, and I bet he falls down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, yeah, uh, we can probably help you out with that. We're good at getting in places we're not supposed to be. Righteous. I've got some thick kicks and I'm ready to lay them down. So uh, you support us in the right direction and, uh, you know, you be cool, we'll be cool. Righteous, just follow us. We'll get you there right away. Garrett, be cool. I did really good. Could you just not act like a fucking <laughs> narc, please? I'm cool. I'm cool. Come on. No, you're not. Look, I'm, I'm so fucking cool, man. You're not. That's the problem. <laughs> You follow Leon and Barry through the city, and as you do, they point out various debris from stunts that they've done. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's where we lit all of the old clothes on fire and then jumped over it. Uh, over there's where we threw oranges at each other's buttholes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Over there is where we have sword swallowing practice, where all the bloodstains are. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did you get good at it? <laughs> no, we, we're pretty bad at it. <laughs> we got real good at blood swallowing. <laughs> Is one of y'all a cleric? <laughs> oh, no, bro. We're both fighters. <laughs> Best magic is a good offense. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eventually, they bring you to a large shop with a big sign on the front that says Harry Larry's Magic Emporium. I'm going to walk up. I'm going to knock on the door. You knock on the door and you see that there's a lock down in the middle of the door. And As you knock on it, the little keyhole forms into a mouth and it says, oh, why are you knocking? It's a store. You just go in. Okay. I open the door. You try to open the door and he says, we're closed, you jerk. Uh, I was supposed to open today. Oh, okay. Well, just put the key in and he like sticks his tongue out. I accidentally forgot it. I live on the other side of town. Can you like magically get in touch with the owner or something? Uh, let me try. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Hello, stupid door opening person hotline. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen, it's not that hard. I'm hungry for key. Put key in my mouth okay. between the teeth over the tongue. Gotcha. Put your finger in the hole. <laughs> Put your finger in the hole. I'm going to put Scotch's finger in the hole. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You put Scotch's finger in the hole, and uh, it's just, what, what the hell you think you're doing? You can't put the finger in the hole. You need the key. You need the the key or, uh, or whatever, you know. Do we need the key? Come on. I forgot about that. You forgot your key. Uh, and I guess I could make an exception for once. Oh, <laughs> thanks, bud. Gotta love that grung poison. I give him a little scratch on the uh, what would be his chin, I guess. <laughs> uh, I can't feel that, but I appreciate the gesture. <laughs> the doors of the magic shop swing open. As they do, you see a fantastic array of magical items. There are wands and robes and pieces of armor, and then just a mishmash of everyday, seemingly mundane items. I'm going to turn to the bros and say, uh, looks like there's nothing in here. Y'all uh, just... Go on down the street again. Oh, nice try. But <laughs> luckily, I got four balls and two of them can see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joshing you. Come on. <laughs> I guess it's time we go in. I'm going to head on. So as Gotcha steps into the magic shop, you see the rug on the floor wrap up around her and squeeze tightly around her. Ah, uh, Jesus. So now do we roll initiative? Yeah. Everyone roll initiative. No, 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 not 20. 15. I rolled a seven. Got a six. So as this rug is wrapping tightly around you, it starts 
crushing your bones. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, I guess Scotch is probably also feeling his bones get crushed. Yes, Scotch, you're also, you feel pain in your arms. Uh, my arms. Y'all cut me the fuck out of this. It's trying to kill the fuck out of me. And next up is Garrett. I guess Garrett is going to just pull out a classic thorn whip and whip out his wrist and have that thorny vine wrap around the rug what got gotcha and try to shred it up a little bit and yank it towards me. That's going to be a ranged spell attack. 16 to hit. That hits. Okay, this is a baby boy spell. The other ones would hurt gotcha though, so it's what I got. Dealing fucking one damage. Minimum possible damage. Well, I guess plus bonus, so five damage. So this is weird. All right. So the rug takes two damage, gotcha takes two damage, and scotch takes one damage. Mm. Uh, okay. Rude. But the rug does get caught up in the vines and gets pulled off of gotcha. Okay. Nice. Can't sweep me under the rug. Uh-uh. Next up is Willy. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on the rug, so I'm going to need a dexterity save. It got an 11. That failed. Eight damage. All right, that brilliant light shines down on the rug, and it writhes around as it takes that damage, and it's starting to look a little frayed around the edges. Leon says, watch it with the fire. Don't want the carpet to match the drapes. Know what I'm saying? We're trying to loot this place. <laughs> God. Next up is Scotch. It looks like this rug needs to chill out. And then I wave my oversized arms around and kind of knock my wrists on the ground and <laughs> shoot a snowball at him with frostbite. Careful with those, buddy. So it makes a DC 12 constitution save. It fails. <laughs> Five damage. Takes another five damage, and it's looking real rough. It's got some holes in it. It's it's not looking too good. Next up is Gotcha. Alrighty, uh, I'm going to pick myself up, dust myself off, and stab this fucking thing uh, after I make an insight check and try and get my sneak attack on it. You're going to cut a rug? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking yes. It was right there. You got a nine. Nice. I got a 15. All right. Yeah, you got that sneak attack. Shit, y'all. That was a whole 16 damage. Ooh. Mm -hmm. You slice and dice that rug until it's nothing but scraps. Hell yeah. Fuck that thing. It falls to the ground lifeless, and Barry and Leon both wipe the sweat off their brows and go, oh, man. Oh, I was worried I was going to have to work there. (laughs) I walk over and go to high five gotcha and like, fucking right on, champ. Don't try to smother me. It's a bad idea. I hear that. (laughs) (laughs) As you start walking into the magic shop, Leon and Barry are kind of looking at each other. And they say, should we tell him, bro? It's like, yeah, we should tell him, bro. Okay, so listen, here's the deal. So Palace Door is like all magically enchanted, right? And so it's not going to let you go through unless we say you can, right? Aha. Uh-huh. So here's the deal. You guys were like super cool and like you helped us a lot. So like we'll let you take one magic item each, but like we really want the rest for our mad stunts because like we really think we could pull off some next level junk with all the funk in this trunk if you know what I'm talking. Uh, well, that seems pretty unfair. We did do all of the work getting in here and, uh, right, right, right. No, I totally feel you. Totally, totally got, totally picking up what you're putting down, but I'm going to throw it right back at you with this. The door won't open unless we say it open, 
bro pen. And how how exactly does that work? Oh, uh, go see for yourself, Brohemia, but you're gonna waste a trip because we're spitting straight truth at you. I wanna I wanna do an insight check to see if they're really telling the truth. Go for it. Because I got a feeling that they're full of shit. Ooh, gutter twenty. You're looking at him and you know he's he's being smug, he's really being a dick, and you can tell that, you know, he knows he's kind of extorting you right now, but he's telling you the truth. If I thought he was lying, I was going to just use shatter and break all the magic items after we picked ours. But I don't, I don't guess I'll do that <laughs> if we need him to open the door. All right, sure. Let's uh, let's pick out our new toys then. All right. Everybody give me an investigation check. NC-17, baby. Aw, shit. 18, motherfucker. I got a 15. Oh, yeah. I got a 16. Garrett, you find a tiny little picnic basket. All right. Beside the picnic basket, you see a little card with instructions. Open the lid of this tiny basket and think of any food. This food will begin pouring out. Be sure to have a plate ready because it comes out pretty quick. Jesus. That's cool. Oh, fuck yes. And I take the basket and I like rub my hands together all excited. And then I uh, flip it open and a bunch of tasty baked Brussels sprouts with, you know... (laughs) caramelized onions start pouring out oh yeah just loads of them just a pile on the floor oh shit yeah i sit down just start eating them off the floor by the handful oh yeah damn foodle starts grabbing a few too (laughs) i look up and i ask have you ever heard of something called rom ham (laughs) well i'm not familiar with it but why don't you think about it and then open this lid oh okay i'm thinking about just uh just hams soaked in rum big pile of rum hams just comes falling out the whole room smells like rum and ham now all right well this is actually pretty fucking righteous willie you find a small bottle of super glue the card beside the super glue reads this super glue will bind anything together with incredible strength and the bottle will never empty Ooh. <laughs> oh god <laughs> Just don't let any of it get on your fingers. I was definitely about to put a bunch of it on my hand and just slap it against your back. (laughs) Oh, God. You're already fused to the snake. We don't need that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Gotcha. Yeah. You find a fancy fountain pen. The card beside it reads, This fountain pen will conjure small beings into existence based on what you draw. Oh. Little friends. Little friends. The quality of these creatures will depend on the quality of your drawing. That's amazing. I'm going to go ahead and like whip out a piece of paper and draw myself a couple little, basically like kind of Kirby, jiggly, puffy type friends. Give me a performance check. I got a 21. Woo! You just make perfect little Kirbys and they just pop out. Uh, They do the in unison Kirby dance together. (laughs) Yeah, they do. (laughs) Amazing. This is going to be really useful. All right, friends, hop on my shoulder. We're going to get into some shenanigans. Scotch. Yes. You find an odd-looking metal wristwatch. Okay. There's no card beside the wristwatch. But on the face, you see the words, point at face to register. Okay. Uh, I'm going to slip it on my wrist and turn my wrist up to my face. You turn your wrist up to your face, and after a few seconds, it says, user registered. Welcome, Scotch. It knows your name. Did I get some kind of fancy Spy Kids watch? You're a regular Spy Kids, Frog. (laughs) More words appear that say, point at another face to register appearance. Um, okay, I'm gonna go up to Gotcha and point my wrist at her face. After a few seconds, you feel the wristwatch vibrate. Oh. 
All right. What does it say now? When you look at the wristwatch again, you see a small bubble with Gotcha's face in it and another small bubble with a plus. Oh, shit. Is this going to change my face? I hold it up to my face. Nothing happens. I touch Gotcha's face button. (laughs) Yeah, you touch Gotcha's face button. (laughs) You figured it out. And you transform into Gotcha. You, You look exactly like Gotcha in every way, including her scotch arms. Rad. I feel like I want to wait till we all get back to normal before I scan everybody in. I feel like you want to scan everybody now and then later so you have... So you can have the Scotch named Foodle face or the Willie named Foodle face. That's a good one to have. That is a good... I'll go ahead and scan Willie. All right. You've got his option now. You see Willie's face with Nam Foodle. Cool. Leon and Barry say, all right, it looks like you guys found some cool stuff. Uh, I did find a snowmobile that shoots dragons. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So you better believe we're going to have some fun with that. But, you know, you guys found some pretty cool stuff. So good for you. God damn it. Anyways, we give you our blessing. They both put their hands together and bow and say, Namaste. (laughs) I'm going to draw a couple squiggly little punk friends uh, to leave with these guys and be like, y'all look like you could use some company. Oh, hell yeah. Give me a performance check. That's a 15. All right. You make some pretty good little punk buddies and like, oh, y'all, let's listen to stunts. All right. Y'all have fun. And I want you to have some firm poops. Um, And so I open the picnic basket and just bagels pour out. Bagels and bagels and bagels and bagels and bagels and bagels. bagels (laughs) All right. I hand them each rum ham and I say, remember, eat the whole thing. (laughs) Carbo load on my right. Don't you worry, oh, man. It's all bagels and ham for us tonight. (laughs) I'm surprised they're not more jealous of the basket on account of they only have oranges to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I will trade you my basket for the um, for the snowmobile that makes dragons. Man, if Loose Dukes is the price I gotta pay <laughs> to do mad rad stunts, I'll pay it every day. <laughs> Barry looks at you and squints his eyes and says, every day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I go over to the speaking stone that's um, there on one of the counters, and I put our speaking stone's number in it. And I'm like, you know, uh, if you've got any cool stunts you want to tell us about, you know, we're just uh, we're just a stone's call away. Oh, yeah, dude, rad. Th- thanks, dude. I appreciate it. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I-, I guess our business is done. Uh, later, friends. Um, good luck with the stunts and everything. Uh, Can I see that basket one more time? Uh, sure. I just think about chocolate pudding and I run over all the walls with it, just spraying the walls with chocolate pudding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Garrett. I needed that. Right on. Uh, so let's go up to the steps of the palace. All right. You begin to ascend the steps to the palace. There's a lot of them. It's a long way up, but the palace is so resplendent, even more so up close. You see that it's ornately carved and just so beautiful. You walk up to the large golden gate. Not the bridge. <laughs> it's the Golden Gate Gate, not the Golden Gate Bridge. No relation or relation? They're cousins. Okay. You see that there are many carvings on the gate, depictions of various kings and family lineages, and in the center, there is a large face. As you approach, the eyes on the face open, and the mouth begins to move. I stick my foot in the mouth, which is Scotch's foot. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the palace of Prateris. Let us in. Only those deemed worthy by all who reside in this city 
may enter the palace. I uh, take a hot dog, fully dressed with, you know, the ketchup and the mustard and the relish and everything, out of the picnic basket, and I shove it at the mouth. (laughs) You shove that dog right in that mouth. He chews it, swallows it down, and says, Mm, That, um, that was delicious, but your bribery is unnecessary. You are all worthy to enter this place, for you are in the good graces of the people of Proteris. All two of them. (laughs) You have been deemed worthy by all two residents of Proteris. In the background, you hear that snowmobile go off a mad jump. You hear the sound of several dragons spawning and spitting fire. You hear some crashes and burns, screams and explosions, and then... Barry! No! Oh, no. <laughs> you have been deemed worthy by the sole resident of Proteris. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. R.I.P. Barry. Willie, maybe you should just glue this door open while it's open. So we can maybe come back and get that snowmobile, possibly. Please don't glue me open. (laughs) Then my face will never be whole again. I put my finger over his mouth and just go, shh, 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 shh. (laughs) (laughs) Open sesame seeds. Welcome to the palace. (laughs) The large doors swing open as the face separates. I'm going to cover them hinges in glue while it's open. Okay. You cover the hinges in glue, and after it's open, it starts trying to shut again. It's like, oh, 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 I told you not to do that. Oh, dang it. Oh. Well, I guess I'm just going to have this fucked up double vision forever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad about this now. The doors swing open to reveal a large throne room. It's completely deserted, covered in dust. And laying in the two thrones at the end of the room are bare skeletons wearing the regalia of a king and queen. They look like grizzly or polar, can we tell? They're not regular skeletons, they're just not got any meat on them. (laughs) Ooh, I'm I'm too much. (laughs) I want to walk up and investigate these skeletons. You walk up and see that they're clearly dressed as a king and queen would be with very fancy crowns and nice robes and jewelry. Beside the king on a small table, you see that there is a letter. I guess I'm going to have to read that. You read the letter and it says, If you are reading this letter, then our kingdom has surely fallen. You're damn right. Yep. Everyone in the city is abandoning us for a new life. In this so-called Pathertica. Our only hope for this kingdom is to convince our people to return. We have sent our only son, Rasputan, to Pathertica. What the fuck? Hot damn. In order to convince our people to come home. I am reading this out loud. We cannot be in the good graces of the people when there are no people. And so... My wife and I have resolved to stay inside our palace for fear of never being able to return. If you are reading this, then this is where we met our end. Please, if you can, help our son Rasputan and keep him safe. With love for all our people, King Raspberry and Queen Rambutan. Well, rest in peace, you yeah. fucking parents Damn. of a psychopath. 
motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. This feels like that episode of like an HBO series where normally there's like an outro, but they just leave it quiet. <laughs> just let you sit with the moment. I'll make some noise. I'm going to cast shatter and blow those bones up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was one hell of a note. Um, I guess we can agree to uh, help Rasputin help him to an early fucking grave. <laughs> As you're standing in the throne room, you hear a faint noise coming from one of the tables at the edge of the room. Uh, I'm going to go check that out. You walk over to the table and you see a small snow globe. Inside, you see a small figurine of a chair and a blanket of some material made to resemble snow coating the ground. In addition, you see what appears to be a very tiny figurine of your uncle, Gus the Greater. That is, you think it's a figurine until it says, Uh, uh, Willie? Is that you, Willie? Uh, yeah, it's me. It's your uncle Gus, Willie. Oh, God. What the fuck? How'd you get in there? That looks Fun as hell. It's not. It's so not fun. I'm gonna shake it. Oh god, please stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's excited. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you like or subscribe on whatever podcatcher you found us on. You can find us on Twitter at Take a Crit and Facebook by the same name. Don't forget to tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag Take a Crit, we'll shout you out here at the end of the episode. That's people like our good friends Courtney Moses, Carol Hartog, Hi Mom, and John Chafin. You can find John at Drunkest Batman on TikTok. He makes awesome content, and you might even hear some of our voices on there, so definitely check him out. If you have suggestions for NPC names or magic items, you can share those with us in our Facebook group. If we use them, we'll be sure to credit you in the show. This show is produced entirely by the cast. Leo's our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, compose the score and mix the final cut. Thanks to Noah Swanson for writing our intro and outro theme. Episodes come out every other Monday, so check back July 19th for episode 15. See you next time. Welcome back to Take a Crit, everybody. We're all here again. Another this week. weird, Joey. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. This that was weird. That was kind of creepy. That was kind of creepy a little Wait, bit. You, you, you want another take? You want another fucking take? It might have been because I could see what you were doing with your lips, but what I think what you were doing with your lips wasn't helping the way you were sounding because it made it. I'm trying to strengthen my embouchure, Leo. I want to get that lip strength up. That's fine, but... I'm trying to drink my milkshakes with regular diameter straws, and so I need to get my embouchure <laughs> okay. strengthened, so that's what you were looking at, so why don't you relax, okay, buddy? Well, okay, Joey, well, I'm it's sure you It's the passion have... project of five childhood pals who've been playing this game for <laughs> countless hours over the past two decades. I'm Joey Swanson. I play... a bad take, Joey. <laughs> take it from the top, buddy. <laughs> okay, I, I, I had a good feeling about that. I like conflict. Welcome to Take a Crit, the real play edition <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons podcast. The passion project Let of five childhood pals who've been playing this game for countless hours over the Let past finish. two decades. Let him finish. I'm Joey Swanson, <laughs> and I play Garrett Sunderwood. Let him finish. More on him later. Let him finish. <laughs> We start out each of these episodes with our dungeon master posing a question to the adventurers. Let him finish. Leo.
Do you want to let me finish or do you want this mic? Okay. You want me right. to do it? Let him finish, people. Come on. All right. You, do- you good? Yeah, okay. I'm done. All right, Joey. That was bad. I think we're going to need another one. First up, I don't got time to make rhymes, so everybody hold on a minute. It's Leo's shame. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so while you're just thinking, I'll just go ahead and give you that take you're asking for. <laughs> Let him finish. <laughs> okay, so so Austin, get in the headspace. You're desperate. You've got, you've got one... <laughs> One important thing, you know, otherwise, what are you here for? You know, you need this. You know, just say you need this over and over again. And I'll okay. just go ahead and I'll go ahead and do the intro. You know, you're desperate. You're man on the edge. Okay? Yeah, I gotcha. Go. Welcome to Take a Crit, the real play. Fifth Good edition. Good job, Joey. Just, just, like I, just like I taught you. Remember, look at those notes I sent you. Real play, Dungeons James podcast. Keep going. I'm Joey. Uh, you got Garrett it. That's right. Underwood. Well, yep. You know, more on him later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. You start out each of these episodes with the Dungeon Master <laughs> posing a question to the adventurers. And uh, uh, Leo, here's the microphone. That was kind of quick and sad, but other than that, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what she said. <laughs> Leo, you're always asking us about our characters. You never just ask us how we're doing. Yeah. It kind of seems like you don't care that much. Austin, can I talk? Can I talk to Scotch for a minute? Uh, sure. Hey, Scotch. Yeah. We're gonna need to do something about Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Scotch. Can I talk to Austin real quick? Uh, no, no, Scotch. No, Scotch. Just stick with me. Stick with me, Scotch. Scotch, uh, don't Leo. Jane. Hey, Jane. Jane, I'm gonna need to talk to Gotcha for a minute. Can you bring Gotcha on the phone, please? Oh yeah, sure. Hey, thank you. Hey, gotcha. I'm gonna need you to not let Jane back, okay? Oh um, yeah, I got no you problem. right here. Thank yeah. you, thank you. I'm, That's really I, important. I'm here, I got you. Yeah, don't mess with Scotch either. Scotch, you with me? Well, yeah. Like okay, I would I would never mess with Scotch. Okay, yeah, cool. Hey, Joey, what up? I'm gonna need you to uh, meet me and uh, <laughs> Scotch and Gotcha. I mean, uh, <laughs> Jane and Austin in a parking lot, real quick. Just need to exchange some recording equipment. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, that uh, sounds all above board. Make sure, make sure, make sure Garrett comes too. Oh, Garrett also. Okay, Will, shit. Okay, w- Willie, Willie, you know what to do. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, he doesn't. Never mind. Forget it. You look at the flyer, and it says, "One sec." That's ominous. <laughs> <laughs> and it's blank. <laughs> Scotch hops, throws his hands over his ears. He says, "Oh my God, do you hear that? Do you hear it now? It's so much louder than before." What? <laughs> no. Huh? What's going on? It's, it sounds like um, it's coming from back here. And Scotch hops uh, opens a closet door, and when he opens it, he stops hearing the sound, and uh, he sees something wrapped up in a large cloth. Uh, and he he goes up to it and unravels it. Leo, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna open this email that you sent me, uh, and I'll just I'll just read what it says. Um, uh, so it's a, it's a big ass sword, uh, and I'm just I'm just gonna read the email. Uh, That's a notebook. 
Uh, no, it, it's it's uh, it's my tablet. Um, so <laughs> oh, is that a new case for it? Yeah, it just looks like notebook paper. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and shake that for us, nice and little. Yeah, yeah, clearly a tablet. Yeah, um, <laughs> obviously. For listeners, war- it is a notebook. Uh, it's a tablet. The listeners don't need to know anything. The worn black steel of this ominous blade is cold to the touch. Those in its presence are filled with a gut-wrenching dread. The jagged... Hold on. What the fuck did I write? I mean, did Leo email me? (laughs) (laughs) The jagged... The jagged handle is wrapped in leather adorned with black ink. motherfucker. The leather reads, Those who wield this blade Uh. will have a strength that rivals that of the elder evils. This power comes at a... Oh, excuse me. This power comes at the price of your soul and your sanity. The demon's curse only leads to great suffering. You'll never uh, be excused. Yeah, so this is a... Uh, Leo Leo emailed me. This is a plus three Vorpal Greatsword. Uh, plus Jesus f- fucking Christ. Plus five strength, plus five dexterity, plus five constitution, plus five wisdom. Uh... Um, when you wield it, uh, you get big tentacle arms and your alignment becomes chaotic evil. And, uh, when the sword is put down, your alignment shifts one step towards chaotic evil and you get minus three constitution. And here's the picture that he sent me in the email. <laughs> yeah. So oh, oh, I forgot to mention Leo emailed me and I get a yeah, ring that so, makes um, me invulnerable and I can fly and it can make anything's cranium explode. Yeah. And Leo, and I if it doesn't to- have its cranium, I can make it's. Um, essence <laughs> evaporate. Yeah, uh, Leo, I, uh, I I did have an issue with the email that you sent me. I just don't think that it's going to be fair to everyone else if you know all six of my base stats are forty just because of a pinky ring. Um, <laughs> I mean, just... mine makes me invincible, and I can still evaporate your essence. Yeah, a triple advantage on every uh, attack and skill check of every kind just doesn't seem you know. It's like, what's you know, the challenge after that? But All right, everybody gets a chocolate frog. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I Can I have a magic shield and a magic much, suit of armor, I had, please? I had some fun shit, but now it's chocolate frogs and shitty jelly beans. <laughs> they are just bad jelly beans. Congratulations, everybody. You played yourself. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I've done that. I was waiting patiently. Yeah, so Austin finds a chocolate frog. Joey finds like a gummy snake. Sam finds uh, some shitty jelly beans. And then Jane uh, finds a raveled up uh, cloth. And as she unravels it, she finds <laughs> a black steel. <laughs> jagged sword. The black purple sword. It was a good try. No, it wasn't. 